to Geek and Friends. I am your host, Scott Davis, alongside me, Jason Hickey. How you doing there, Scott? Not too bad. Not too bad. How we, how are we doing? We're doing good. We're a little tired. Why? Because I'm old and I don't have any energy. You are old. Yeah. But I'm older than you. I was going to say, <laughs> you want to talk. I know. But we have new toys. We do. We have new toys. We now have two mics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hopefully, it'll be a little easier to hear us in the in the recording. Hopefully. That's all what we're hoping for. But now with our new fancy equipment, what are we going to talk about? Well, we are going to talk about Community. Season 5. We are a community. Yes. Now, Season 5 is when... They brought back Dan Harmon. Which they needed to because you could really tell he was missing in season four. Yeah. It just, it, <laughs> it wasn't the worst, but it wasn't, the quality drop off between three and four was just precipitous. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It was a huge, it was a huge drop off from the quality. Mm-hmm. But this ep- this season, we get the Meow Meow Beans. <laughs> we do. Yes. We also get Floor's Lava. The floor is lava. But in sad news, this is also the last season of Troy. Yes. And also it's the last season for Pierce. But well, last season was the last season for Pierce because Pierce is not in this season. No, he's in the very, very beginning. Is he? Yeah, there's a hologram of him. Oh, okay, a hologram, yes. <laughs> the character of Pierce is absent. Yes. But... If you've been listening to our reviews of the, the show, I'm fine with that because I was never the biggest Pierce fan. I feel like Pierce would have been good as a recurring character, mm-hmm. but as a main character, he, he wore really thin. So you're thinking he was more like a Leonard? Yeah, it, definitely. It, it, bring him on a couple times a week, a couple times a show for a joke or two. Great. Mm-hmm. And you know some of the Pierce-centric episodes were good, but overall, I think his character wore really thin. It's also because they wanted to have the generically old person. Yes. And they also wanted to have Chevy Chase because star power. Exactly. Now, he is not in this season, Mm -mm. but we are going to get a replacement old person. We do. Which we will talk about when they come on. Yes. But first, we're going to talk about Repilot. Repilot. So they had to kind of connive a reason why Jeff would be back at Greendale. Because if you remember in season four, Jeff graduated and he went on and we find out that he went on to create his own law practice and it was super pathetic. The advertising was ridiculous and he couldn't get any clients. But the advertising was done by Abed. I I don't feel that being done by Abed and being ridiculous are mutually exclusive (laughs) (laughs) because indeed it was ridiculous. So uh, his, his practice is failing. And so his, his old friend, I forget the guy's name because he's only been on like four times. Uh, but it's being played by Rod Cordry. Yeah. His, the guy's name is Alan Connor. And honestly, I could never have remembered that in one million years. <laughs> so he comes to Jeff with a proposition. He wants him to sue Greendale because they're a crappy school. It's true. Yes, it is. And Jeff is going to do it because Jeff is an unscrupulous lawyer again. However, he can't get any of his study group to turn on Greendale. So instead, by the end of this episode... Jeff is now going to be a teacher at Greendale. Mm-hmm. And rather than have a study group this season, they have a Save Greendale committee, which is composed of the study group plus one. And that one is 
Hickey. I can't remember his first name. <laughs> no, but it's Hickey. It is Hickey. Uh, it is Professor Buzz Hickey. Yes. Now, I am not saying this because I am partial to the name. This character is amazing. He's saying it because it's partial to the name. No, I'm saying it. Okay. And it's played by Jonathan Banks. That, on the other hand, he's great. <laughs> Jonathan Banks, as you should know, is Michael Ehrenhardt from Breaking Bad. Yeah. He's fantastic. And he is great in this show. Like, I, they, they managed to bring on a new character in the fifth season, and he fills the hole that Chevy Chase left. Mm-hmm. And I liked him better than I ever liked Pierce. Huh. So, but that is episode two, which is introduction to teaching. Because Jeff, because Jeff is a slacker, is going to blow off his teaching job and not really teach law at Greendale because he knows that Greendale sucks and that no one there is going to, you know, really pay attention. So he tries to blow it off until Annie signs up for his class. Annie becomes the teacher. Yeah, she kind of forces him to uh, to step up and actually teach something, which he, he essentially teaches people how to argue, which he has fun doing. So yep. she, she kind of helps him discover something he can like about teaching. And on the other side of it, Abed has a, a crisis. He takes a class. He, t- he's in the, uh, the acting class mm-hmm. and the assignment that he has to watch or it has to do is, is Nicholas Cage good or bad? And Abed goes off the rails. He, this is where Danny Pudi was able to do his impressions of Nicholas Cage. Yeah. And, and the professor, uh, professor Garrity, we actually met. We yeah. Met. He, he's been in, he's been in the show. Yeah. yeah a couple yeah. times. Yeah, he was the... The drama teacher. Yeah, but he was also the professor that... Uh, professorson? <laughs> yep. Professor Professorson at, uh, at, that was used for Jeff's thing-a-thing. Mm-hmm. So the guy's, the guy's been around. He warns him, don't go too deep into Nicolas Cage because you may never come out. And mm-hmm. it kind of happens. Yes. I mean, just, just the fact that he jumps onto the desk and says, I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't remember if he ever comes down on whether... Uh, Nicholas Cage is good or bad. I think he comes down as he's good at being bad. Yes. Or something along those lines. So, something along those lines. Yeah. So episode two, pretty great. Mostly because of the introduction to Hickey, who is a fellow teacher, mm-hmm. a very disenchanted teacher. It's actually the teacher that shares the office with Jeff. Yes. So that's how we meet Hickey is that they are sharing the office. Yeah. And then he somehow, I, I forget how, but he gets on the, uh, the, the save Greendale committee. It's basically because he was in the office with Jeff and he got pulled into it. Well, see, I was glad for that because as I saw him, I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, they, they've done one-off professors before or a professor that you might see a couple times a season. This is probably going to be that. And then that happened. It's like, yes, we're getting this guy all <laughs> the time. Uh, next is basic intergluteal numis- numismatics. Yeah, I didn't take this class. Yeah, n- <laughs> neither did I. But this is sort of... A, um, a this is like a thriller episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's the ass crack bandit. Yes, this is sort of a sequel to their Law and Order episode mm-hmm. because Jeff and Annie ha- are trying to investigate who is the ass crack bandit. Yes, who is dropping coins down people's butt cracks. Yes, it's literally the whole episode. And you know what? But it's it's just the way Garrett reacts to this, <laughs> and he's like, "It's the ass crack bandit." <laughs> <laughs> Such a s- annoying voice. I'm sorry about that, people. <laughs> it, it was pretty dead on, though. So. Yes, but it's it's a it was a good homage episode to thrillers. It did very well. 
um, you know, Troy was the traumatized kid that was, he had a coin drop down his butt. <laughs> it, it The episode's great. Yes. I laughed. Very, see, this was the episode that kind of like, because the first two were pretty good. Mm-hmm. This is the one where you could definitely tell that Dan Harmon was in charge again. Oh, that was definitely the next one. Oh, see, I think it was the, I think it was this one. Yeah. I think it was episode three. They, they never would have been able to pull this episode off in season four because they need Dan Harmon in order to do it. Yes. But the next one, uh, cooperative polygraphy. Oh my. Now, this episode, I want to give you something before we go into the episode. Mm-hmm. This episode was actually during the beginning of the pandemic. The whole cast of this episode, except for Walter Goggin. Right. Reprised their roles in doing a live cast read. For the part that Walter Goggin, Goggin played, he was the um, you know the lawyer that did the uh, you know reading of the will. Yeah, was played by Pedro Pascal. Yes. So I, I've watched both. As and, have I. And I, I think you know it's. I didn't know you watched it. I thought it was. I did. I, I watched it. <laughs> it was. It was recommended to me by someone. Okay, so it was good. I liked it. Um, I, I do recommend that you should just if you if you get the chance and you've actually seen the series. The thing is, the, the table read is like. 25 30 minutes oh it's about the length of an episode yeah it's well there's a little bit you know before and after yeah it's totally worth it it really is so the episode is pierce is dead yes and since pierce has died they have all come back from his lotus whatever um (laughs) you know funeral and they have this lava lamp which is actually saying it's the essence of pierce yes (laughs) because <laughs> he was like a level six lotus he was a level six lotus yes a laser <laughs> it was a laser lotus La- yes okay sorry and walter goggin is he didn't they didn't really have a name for his character i don't think um i decided to someone as walter goggin because that's, that's the actual actor's uh, name this it says uh, imdb says mr stone sure we'll go mr but stone. i'm trying to remember if they actually refer to him as that in the show yeah it know. doesn't matter so walter goggin uh is reading the will and is like and for and for you, Annie, I loved you so much. Of uh, reading, you know, the will from from Paris, I thought you was like a daughter to me. Uh, I always wanted you to have this crown because you are a princess. And he gives it the crown, and he says, "Also, here's your obliv- uh, here's, here's a uh, a jar of semen." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he does Britta, something something stupid, jar of semen. <laughs> To, uh, you know, and then goes to every single person who's like, and Jeff, you're obligatory semen. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're gay. Something. This is not a small container of semen. No. <laughs> so when they get to Troy, he says, Troy, I'm going to give you everything of, of mine. Every single thing that I have left is going to you. But in order for you to get it, you have to do something that I was never able to do. You have to sail around the world on my boat. Mm-hmm. And Troy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he also gets the obligatory semen, too. Well, yes, because everybody gets semen. <laughs> yes. And then finally they asked him, how did he die? Um, dehydration from um, giving too much of the semen. <laughs> yeah. And, and this was their very interesting way of writing troy out of the series yes this is this uh this is not the last episode we see him he's in the next one but Mm -hmm. basically donald glover had been getting pretty big at this point yeah he started his uh childish gambino career at this point and uh and so he was starting to go into the childish gambino and doing tours and everything to that nature and um they said okay um he wanted to get going but hopefully he comes back for the uh 
Movie. Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> Hopefully. I can't imagine him not doing it. Nah. But uh, again, you should really watch the table read because when they get to the semen part, mm-hmm. it's pretty entertaining. Very entertaining. All right. Next, we have geothermal escapism. Now, this is hot lava. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have paintball this season. We don't have paintball. We don't have a pillow and blanket fort thing. We, we don't have chairs or whatever it was last season. It was pillows oh, was, and blankets. Was it pillows and blankets last season? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Cause, mm, okay. This season, it was them pretty much, they had to be on chairs the entire time. Well, chairs, furniture, yeah. tables. It just couldn't touch the ground. Yes. Because why? Well, because Abed doesn't want Troy to leave. Yeah. And the floor is lava. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Th- the whole episode is a game of a high lava. stakes game of hot lava. Yeah. And it's pretty great. And it actually has a very, dare I say, touching finale. It does. Yes. Um, basically, Britt is trying to get Abed to admit that he doesn't want Troy to leave. And that's why he's rigged this whole game. It is. Danny, Danny Pudi does a very good job in this episode. So, he does. Honestly, so does Donald Glover. They, they, Because their friendship has always been mm-hmm. very paramount in the show. Yeah. But the, the thing was, this is one of the first episodes we actually got to see from Abed's point of view as to that it actually was lava. Yeah. Like all the other things, it was just like, yeah, he's you know telling a story. Here is actually first time we're seeing that. I took a look back at the previous episodes, and last season didn't have one of these. It didn't. So it was so... Pills and Blankets was season three then. Yeah. Okay. So they did Paintball, Paintball. Pills and Blankets. Pills and Blankets. Nothing, nothing because season four sucks and Hot Lava. Yes. Okay. See, is that, that's a Dan Harmon thing. <laughs> well, it's another episode that they wouldn't have been able to do. They yeah. didn't have Dan Harmon because they, just, they need the guy. Exactly. So we actually got to see say goodbye to Troy. He got on to a boat mm-hmm. in a parking lot. <laughs> and it was being... Uh, and he has to sail around the world with LeVar Burton. Yes. Which is fantastic. Since he can't look at LeVar Burton. Well, no, he uh, he changed. He's now able to talk to Burton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad they brought LeVar Burton back. Yeah. For, you know, obvious reasons. Oh. And now the next episode. <laughs> Analysis of cork-based networking. Yes. So in this one, for the... They're trying to set up a dance. Mm-hmm. And as part of it, they have to set up a bulletin board. Mm-hmm. And Hickey is trying to instruct Annie the of the seedy underbelly of trying to get this done. Yep. And it's, it's pretty great because Annie dives in because she's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, in order to get this done, you have to go bribe the maintenance crew, mm-hmm. which then wants you to get um, something from IT. So you have to bribe the IT lady. Yep. Who then wants a parking space. So you bribe the parking attendant who then you get to someone else. And I don't remember that. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. But they finally get all the bribes in. I do want you to know this thing. Mm-hmm. The IT person will come back in season six. Oh, good. But. Okay. There's a mystery to it. Oh, all right. I may have to watch this episode again then before I put in season six. So uh, the other subplot to this one is Abed has been having problems. It's not problems. He well, would, he, he, you're right. It's not a, it's, it's just Abed. It's Abed. But he doesn't, he hasn't watched a new show, which basically is Game of Thrones. Uh, it's not, <laughs> it, they don't say it in the show, but it is, it's just Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> and. Well, yeah, it's like Professor Space Time. <laughs> yeah. 
But so he's watching it. Britta's actually watched the show. Mm-hmm. And so Britta says she's going to spoil it for him. Because Britta's terrible. He's Britta terrible. So Abed then wears earmuffs the entire time. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's avoiding her. And, but he finally meets a girl that he actually likes and he's doing sign language to her because she's deaf. And she's able to, uh, you know, that's why she's talking. She's able to talk to him. Britta then bribes that girl, pays her off. She then tells Abed the um, the story of what happened in the show. And Abed is like, I actually like that girl. What did you do? Why were you doing that? So Britta, Britta, Abed's relationship. Yes. But, I mean, at the end of the day, he did get back together with uh, Rachel, as played by Brie Larson. Yes, he did. He did get back to Brie Larson. Yeah. So... So now he's dating Rachel. Yes. And um, we also had another guest appearance. We did. The head of the maintenance department was Nathan Fillion. Which is great. Yeah. So we have um, we have Captain Marvel. We have Mal- uh, Malcolm Reynolds. <laughs> we have Michael Earnhardt. Uh, we uh, we even have the T one thousand in there. I'm looking at this and Robert Patrick's in this too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and also also in it, Kamal Nanjiani. Yep. And I mean, he's going to be internal in, in the Eternals. Yep. So they, they pretty they, decent. I was gonna say, if you look back through this show, they had a lot of really good guests. They did. They did. And most of them were just very minor roles. Like Nathan mm-hmm. Villian is in this for a minute. Yes, uh, Kamal Nanjiani. He's uh, he shows up later in the season again. Okay, but in this or is it next season? I don't know. He shows up later, and um, I do remember that. But I was actually uh, I didn't remember he showed up in this season until I rewatched it. Okay. So next we've got. Bondage and beta male sexuality. Sure. Because of course we do. Of course. Because it has Professor Duncan in it. And Professor Duncan is a skeeve. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, he, he. this whole episode is about him wanting to date Britta. No. This is not about him wanting to date Britta. This is about him wanting to sleep with Britta. Fine. Fine. <laughs> this is about him wanting to sleep with Britta. Yes. Um, And, and he... Basically, tries to recruit Jeff to, you know, help. Sure. It almost works, actually. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. <laughs> well, it's because Britta's terrible. Yes. This one, not really one of my favorite episodes in the season, though. No, this this was one of the lower ones. And yeah. honestly, part of it is because of, uh, um, what's his face? The professor. Duncan? Yeah, he's not my favorite character. Yeah. John Oliver does what he can with him, because John Oliver's pretty funny yeah but the professor is one of those that eh. his character is kind of waning yeah but i mean he comes back a little more toward a force in next season all right so you know you're, you're getting me to look forward to season six now which i already was so. <laughs> but the next episode almost <laughs> one of the better episodes out there of the entire show of the entire show yes app development and condiments <laughs> And this episode is about Meow Meow Beans. Yes. It's social ranking. And if who people that what happens if you are the higher ranked social person, how can you treat other people? Yeah. And 
we find out that Shirley has power trips. Oh, yeah. The, the whole concept is basically, what if you could rate people on Twitter and give them a social standing based on their rating? And it actually works for their life. Yeah. And it's horrifying. It, it is, is hilarious. Absolutely. But it's like Britta is thinks she's going to be okay. So she's, you know, good at the very beginning of the season, of the mm-hmm. episode. And then she realizes she's, no one likes her. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's Britta. Because she, Britta is everything. <laughs> I mean, there is a verb for her name. Yes. And it means bad things. Because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, We've said it a million times. But Shirley's a very nice person, so she gets five stars. Or five meow meows. Yes, and then she discovers that she can dole out good ratings or bad ratings. Because the higher rating you are, the more uh, advantage your rating is over someone else that's low. Yeah, and the thing is, it's all completely arbitrary. But it's pretty great. It's It's a great episode. It's something that I would definitely say, even if you haven't watched the show... This is one that you just get a laugh out. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's one of the goofier ones, mm-hmm. and it's pretty great. Yes. Next one is VCR Maintenance and Educational Publishing. Now, this is one of the morally ambiguous episodes. Mm-hmm. It also, this does have Chang in it. I mean, Chang's been in the entire season, but this one has Chang actually doing something. I was going to say, Chang in this season is so much better than Chang in last. They even call out the whole Changnesia thing last season in for how stupid it was. They call it Chinese. They call it the fact that the entire like, last season was a bad season because it was a gas leak during in yeah. the entire school. And so everyone was, you know, loopy. And so <laughs> they call season four the gas leak year. Which is fitting. So Chang does not grate on me nearly as much as he did last. Last season, every time he was on screen, it just annoyed me. Yeah. But here they found... A whole bunch of textbooks. Yes. Just randomly sitting there because they're, they're doing cleanups and things well, like they, that. Well, they were, they were behind um, they went a, a bunch of air filters. Yeah. So they were like hidden in a storage locker. Yep. And we all know how if anybody has ever done any higher education, you know how expensive textbooks are. Exactly. And they were trying to go and sell them. Yes. And the whole time they're selling them, they're basically referring to them as like, you know, drugs. The, the, yeah, it's 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 a euphemism for drugs, and it's pretty hilarious. Yes, ends up being that these books are a misprint. Yeah, and they get like nothing for them. Yeah, because the, the guy that was about to buy them is like, okay, can you turn to page four hundred and twenty? And they they start looking. And it's like there's no page numbers. Exactly, there's no page numbers. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, it's kind of useless for a textbook. So all the backstabbing and betrayal that went into doing this was all for nothing. Shirley again. This episode again shows Shirley in a very bad light. Yeah, but it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Next episode. Advanced. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I do not repeat myself. That is the title. Yes. Well, it's because it's, it's a sequel to Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, Scott. It is a sequel to Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Now, this episode has another guest star. Yes, because the whole conceit behind playing this time is trying to get Hickey to reconnect with the son. Reconnect with the son, who's played by David, David Cross. Cross. And he's Hank Hickey. Yes. And Hank Hickey is really into D&D. Very into D&D. And Danny, I'm sorry, not Danny. And Abed, he well, he like he wants to play the game, but Annie wants to meddle. 
Yes. Shirley wants to meddle. Mm-hmm. And Jeff wants to make sure they're not meddling too much. <laughs> yeah. And and much like the last time they played, Abed, you know, he builds character sheets and he tries to hand them to individual people. Mm-hmm. And then they just all end up shuffling yeah. them around. And Now, the the dean was in on this one. Yeah. I mean, the, the dean's been in, in it. But he hasn't been as crazy as he was. Right. That's the thing. The, the the weird stuff they did last season is mm-hmm. toned down this season, and it's better for it. Exactly. Now, the thing was, like, Abed was about to hand out, you know, the character sheets, but then Hank Hickey was like, no, no, we're going to shuffle up, and I'm just going to yeah. pass them out to randomly. And it came out that there was uh, two characters that was made. One was made specifically for Hank, you know, to be the son of another character who is specifically made for buzz right and but they ended up going to the dean being the son and jeff being the father yeah there was a little rift where like the party got split <laughs> and um i actually did this in the middle of one of our D thing was i actually i split our you did i campaign up but the party got split and they when they went to the different rooms the dean was like Father, father, <laughs> no! Weird, but funny. Yes. Uh, good D and D episode. Although I will say, I still find it weird that Abed does all the rolling. Yeah. I get that that's a style, but I, I don't like it. I know. I don't approve, Scott. I let you roll. I know. I let you roll. Because I'd have to mutiny if you didn't. Sometimes I don't think I should, but I let you roll. Yeah. Well. Next episode is a alternate kind of episode so normally they have they had the puppet episode last season they had the claymation a couple of seasons ago yeah um you know normally those puppet or claymations or whatever it's normally about something with abed or the dean right this one is about jeff right because jeff loved the 1980s cartoon gi joe which in his defense was a pretty dope cartoon it was a very good cartoon <laughs> I, I will admit that but we have the study group joining G.I. Joe and they all take on different personas mm-hmm. from the, you know, Jeff being Jeff Winger is now wingman. Yep. Britta is Buzz Kill. <laughs> perfect. Uh, I mean, perfect. Shirley is, I got three kids. <laughs> 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 That's her name. I've got three kids. <laughs> um, I forgot Annie's name. I don't remember. And, and they, um, don't, they don't have it. They don't have their GI Joe names listed on IMDb. No, I know. And, but Abed is um, fourth wall because <laughs> he breaks the fourth wall. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, on the other end, you have you know, uh, Professor Hickey was in there again, and I forgot his name as well. And um, uh, uh, John Oliver's character, Duncan, Professor yeah. Duncan, he was also there as well. It was funny. I mean. The Dean was there. Like, all of them were in there as cartoons. Yeah. And, uh, but the episode was, Jeff was having a nervous breakdown because he was, what was it? It was turning 40, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So he's just having a nervous breakdown because he's going to turn 40. Yeah. And essentially, how you feel about the episodes where they do this is going to determine how you like it. I don't love those episodes, so this one was okay. Yeah. Had its moments. Like, I got three kids. <laughs> <laughs> But it was, um, it was all right. So uh, Annie was tight lips. I'm oh, sorry, tight ship. Okay. Because, you know, she's uh, she has to make sure everything is tight. Yeah. And, and everything's orderly and, and things like that. So she's the tight ship. Ridiculous. 
It's funny. Now, they end the season on basically a two-parter. Yep. The Save Greendale Committee has succeeded. They have made Greendale, you know, not a crappy college. Now, during the entire run of this season, the board of the school was trying to sell Greendale. Yes. So that was the whole reason for the Save Greendale Committee was if they were able to get enough money, they were going to be able to save Greendale. Yeah. You know, if they were going to fix everything and stuff like that. And, and that's the whole real reason for the Save Greendale Committee. They found that there was a, a hidden treasure map. <laughs> and in the treasure map, they were able to track something down. So the founder of Greendale essentially was trying to build an AI and sealed himself underneath the school. So, yeah, they have to find this guy. And I think it was mainly because they needed the money from all of the gold that he used for circuitry mm-hmm. in his weird AI. Yep. And they end up, they do end up finding him. Yes. Now the whole, cause we sort of glossed over it. We glossed over a lot, but yeah, well, we, we glossed over going detail by detail. But. No, but we glossed over that this entire season was an ad for subway. Essentially because the, uni- the university was going to be sold to subway and it was going to be subway university. Yes. And Jeff was going to teach sandwich law. Exactly. Now, Shirley last season uh, created the Shirley Sandwich Shop. Yeah. And Subway took over it. Yeah. Oh, uh, Shirley was pissed at that. Well, it's because Shirley's a crappy business person. That's yes. what she needed Pierce for. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but they they do end up finding the guy, and then they find a clause that says that if you know he he still owns the school, so yeah. they can't sell it, and they manage to save Greendale. So they're all happy, mm. and that's. Really? The end of season five? Yeah. A lot better than season four. A lot better than season four. I would go so far as to say the first five to six episodes are probably some of the best in the series. Yeah. Because no Pierce, Buzz Hickey, and they still had Troy. Notice he is emphasizing the Hickey. Well, what do you want me to call the guy? It's his name. (laughs) Jeez. Got to give everything an ulterior motive, don't you? When it comes to you, yes. Well, he was a great character. You can't even deny it. I am not denying that. I am not. But, well, I have been your Geek Scott. I have been your Geek Jason. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. 